good morning, Bill. I uh, wanted to ask you uh, a couple questions about the COVID protocols. Um, the NFL, they sent out a memo this week saying all teams starting this weekend have to go to the intensive protocols for the rest of the season. Uh, is that going to be a big change for you guys and what you're doing? Uh, yeah, it'll be well. It'll be a change. Um, we, as you know, we were in those protocols earlier, uh, so uh, we've you know worked through some of that. So we'll um, yeah, we'll we'll obviously be compliant and and um, you know do the best that we can to um, maximize uh, the functionality of you know what we're trying to do given the uh, the protocols that'll be in place. So. Um, there'll be some, there'll be some adjustments, but hopefully we'll be able to, you know, stick with our uh, basic routine as much as possible. Uh, you know, this sport, football, is built so much on camaraderie and togetherness and teamwork. What are, as you have found, what are some of the challenges of not being able to be in the locker room together and just not being able to be around the guys together? Uh, well, again, for the for the last few weeks, it's been pretty pretty close to normal. So, uh, you know, the intensive protocol just it changes it a little bit, um, our distancing and so forth. But, you know, hopefully, we'll be able to maintain the bulk of um, our routine. And last one for me: these intensive protocols are something the NFL kind of develops on the fly in response to what you guys and the Titans were going through. Does it feel like coming up with these protocols maybe have helped save the season because it's helped uh, manage the spread of the virus? Yeah, oh, I don't know. It's that's be a medical question, Ben. It's way, way over my head. Yeah, that's all I got. Thanks. Okay, sorry. Next, next question, Mike Reese, followed by Karen Gregian. Bill, uh, you've had Rex Burkhead for four years now. Um, is, is what he's done this year as, as well as you've seen him play? And maybe what has stood out to you about his uh, year in totality? Well, I think Rex has always played well for us. I don't think that's really ever been an issue. Um, you know, there have been times where he's hasn't been available, but, you know, his play has been, been good. He's, you know, plays in the kicking game. Been productive offensively, um, blocking, picking up the blitz, running, catching, whatever we asked him to do. So, um, you know, he, he's been very, very good and very productive for us. And you know, I'm glad we have him. He's a very versatile player. Next question, Karen Gregan, followed by Chris Ryan. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Karen. You're welcome. Secondly, um, I was wondering. Uh, Secondly, you have a layup question for me? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, given his injury history and his age, I was wondering if you saw any difference in the effectiveness of J.J. Watt and what kind of a challenge he's going to present for Michael on Manu. Yeah, uh, yeah, big challenge. And I, I think. Honestly, the experience that JJ has is, um, you know, very valuable for him. Um, you know, JJ knows. Obviously, he has a lot of skill. He's long. He's strong. Powerful. Very quick. 
Um, but his experience and anticipation is, is outstanding. And going up against a player who doesn't have as much as J.J. does and hasn't played against him, um, you know, I think you, you really have to uh, be, be mindful of uh, the tricks that J.J. has up his sleeve. He doesn't do the same thing every time. Uh, he does a good job of taking advantage of uh, opportunities or changing his technique based on the situation. Um, and he's a, he's a tough guy to play against. Uh, so I think his experience is a big asset for him. Uh, and, you know, I know Mike studied him hard and, uh, you know, be ready to go. But, uh, you know, until you, you actually face a guy like JJ, it's, um, you know, it's hard to replicate him in practice or, um, you know, or what, what it's really going to be like during a game. So that's, but I mean, look, that's true of, you know, Merciless and, and they got, you know, there's a lot of players that are a problem. Um, so, but he's certainly a big one. You're welcome, Karen. Next question from Chris Ryan, followed by Andrew Callahan. Morning, Bill. Why hey, Chris. You, uh, how are you? Why don't you get your, um, your take on where the league is heading in regards to the quarterback position? You're seeing, obviously, Deshaun Watson this week and uh, Kyler Murray next week and Lamar Jackson previous. And it seems like that type of a skill set is what we're seeing more and more in, in the league. So what do you like about that skill set? And do you see that as being... You know, the direction of, of the league moving forward, that type of a quarterback as opposed to a, a drop back passer. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't know. There's There are a lot of good quarterbacks in this league, and they all have different styles of play. And so, you know, I think if you, you, know, if you have a good quarterback and you, you adapt your, your offensive system to that player to a degree. So, um, but Watson, Watson is as good as anybody we face. Um, he's he he does a good job at everything. You know, he he can make all the throws. He's very um, very good with his decisiveness. Um, makes good reads. Uses his outlet receivers. Gets to his second and third option. Um, obviously mobile. He's a hard guy to bring down in the pocket. He's strong. He's you know his legs get him some some third down conversions and, and touchdowns, but they also buy him some time, uh, to work down the field, but he can stand in the pocket and throw and read coverages and make good decisions and put the ball accurately on the receivers, um, you know, as well as anybody. And he's uh, very, um, doesn't give the defense as many chances to get the ball. He doesn't turn it over much. Uh, so his decision-making and ball security is, uh, is good uh, in addition to having you know a lot of production. So when you combine those two elements with a quarterback, it's uh, that that makes them you know hard to defend and and they don't they don't have many bad plays that that ever hurt their team. So uh, that's really really the kind of guy you want playing that position. And a second question on you're talking about the ethnic cleansing in Armenia and obviously a lot of athletes and um, coaches have taken stances on human rights issues. What are the determinants in your view in how you go about using your, your platform uh, in order to speak out on, on various issues? Yeah, I really try to focus most of my attention on coaching football. Um, uh, but, you know, there's a very um, 
you know, very nice comment made there. And so it really is, you know, kind of along the lines of, of the comment that uh, the secretary made, so. Next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Doug Kite. Uh, Bill, obviously it's not very frequent. We see Steph Gilmore sit out a, a few games here. So I'm wondering if, you know, you could take us maybe behind the scenes. We talk so much about how he performs on the field and, and his work ethic. What, what has he been doing the last few weeks, you know, when it's become clear he can't play that Sunday, but maybe to help some other corners or, or speak to other parts of the defense? Uh, yeah, Steph, you know, Steph was, um, you know, great on that. Obviously, he has a, a lot of experience and, you know, has played against, um, you know, the players that we played against the last, last few weeks, uh, Buffalo, the Jets, and, and uh, Baltimore. So, um, you know, he's he's very good. Uh, he prepares, um, you know, like he's going to play and, and helps the other players that are going to play uh, with things that, um, you know, that, that he's familiar with and uh, can can give guidance and um, you know can can teach from so um, Steph works hard he works hard to, to prepare himself but um, he's a good teammate and he works hard to you know help those um, in this case that we're playing in his place or the help those guys that are you know playing with him when he's playing that maybe he's you know, done something that they're doing or covered a guy that they've covered and, you know, can can help implement um, that knowledge to, you know, to the other person that's doing it. He's well-respected and, and deservedly so because of his, his effort, his consistency and, and his performance and preparation and, and really knowing uh, not only our game plan and what we want to do, but knowing our opponent and what they're, either individual or kind of team tendencies are, you know, including the quarterback. So, you know, the defensive back, especially a corner, really needs to know the receiver he's covering, uh, the quarterback who's who's handling the ball, and, um, you know, the keys that come with the scheme, uh, formations and splits and so forth, things like that, that uh, they, they're involved with, um, you know, that, that that offense that particular offense uses and that he he really does a good job of all that and i know his injury came up um really late in that buffalo week but he's now missed three games so was there any thought at the time that he might be a candidate for injured reserve knowing he could have freed up a roster spot or was there any setback that might have caused him to miss an extra game than originally anticipated yeah well i think if we had known he would have been out for uh you know a certain period of time, then, then that would have been an option. But, um, you know, as I said, he's, he's worked hard to get back and, and, uh, you know, he's making good progress and, you know, we'll see how, how things go here this week and next week and so forth. And let's see, see where it takes us. And now we'll do three final questions. Doug Kai followed by Phil Perry. Uh, yeah, well, he's, you know, he's worked hard here. Um, you know, we were able to, you know, meet with him virtually and, and um, start to get him caught up with uh, some of the terminology and so forth. But it's been good to work with him on the field. We'll just keep taking it day by day and uh, see where see where that takes us. But um, he's engaged. He's all in. He wants to do well. And uh, we're trying to 
We'll catch him up as quickly as we can. Just one quick follow-up. Uh, I'd use Torres Hall as an example, but uh, not specifically on him. Do you sometimes not know exactly what you have in a practice a squad player like Torres Hall until you actually see them in a game scenario like he's been able to play over the last couple of days or the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I think that's true of any player. Um, unfortunately, you know, practice is not a um, a perfect picture of what a player is gonna gonna be in the game uh, when you bring in contact and uh, instinctiveness and just awareness and all the things that come from you know real football. So uh, sometimes players uh, perform better in those situations, and sometimes uh, maybe not as good. So. Uh, it's always interesting to see how how those things play out and um, you know I try not to you know make up my mind on that how it's gonna go although you have to go by what you see which is what you see in practice uh, but you know again sometimes in games that's the same as practice and then sometimes it could be you know a little better or, or maybe not quite as good that's something you just have to you know find out through uh, the actual game snaps Last two questions, Bill Perry and Mike Reese. Hey, Bill, the, the Texans um, obviously have some pretty fast guys playing receiver for them. I think they have three guys that, that ran in the four threes. Um, how have you seen them try to make the most of that speed, whether, you know, in the routes they run or maybe even some of the run plays they've called? What have you seen from them in terms of trying to maximize that aspect of their offense? Yeah, they do a good job. They, they do a good job of... Um, taking their shots down the field. Uh, they, they also use those guys at times to clear out, which defensively you have to respect um, to open up intermediate type throws. And they've also used those guys as, you know, shorter, you know, catch and run players. Like, uh, you know, like the play Cooks had in the Jacksonville game where he, you know, took a little quick diagonal and it was sort of a, you know, a little bit of a wall play. and. You know, took it I don't know, like 60 yards for a touchdown on the second play of the game against the Jaguars. So it's, you know, it's not all goes and posts. Um, there's some intermediate routes in there as well. And then there's some catch and run plays uh, from tear screens to under routes, um, you know, to, you know, wall plays, things like that, that if those guys get a little bit of space, they can, they can gain just as many yards as, you know, throwing a go route. So. Uh, they, it's a very difficult group to defend, and and a quarterback that's very good at, you know, finding the open man, getting him the ball, and knowing who his um, weapons are, and and what his receivers can do, and trying to get the ball to them in a situation where they can really be productive with it. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome. Last question, Mike Reese. Hey, Bill, uh, this stretch is going a little deep on the roster, but just based on the limited time that we are at practice. Um, just checking in on Jake Burt, the local guy on the practice squad, who I know came off of the practice squad IR on Wednesday, but I, I don't think we saw him yesterday. And Zuber, um, are those guys okay? Uh, yeah, they're... Um, uh, yeah, well, as you mentioned, uh, you know, Zuber um, uh, has been out there... Um, you know, and Bert missed a few weeks and then came back out there um, 
as I'm sure you're well aware, uh, Mike, there's there's no uh, injury report on the practice squad players. So um, sometimes things come up with those guys from time to time, um, and that causes them to you know miss a day or you know something like that. It's really fairly common uh, that you know when you have a a 16-man practice squad that uh, you know over the course of a period of time that you know somebody might come up with something that would you know have them not practice so I would put uh, those two guys in that category thank you coach thanks everyone great thank you